Welcome back to the Chicago Tomahawk. I'm Mike. Got my line mate Matt with me, and today we're going to be talking about Matic Mattis Kilvlenix. Uh, he passed away at a tragic in a tragic um, at what was it, fireworks. They, originally, they said that he slipped, but it turns out that he was hit by some some fireworks on the Fourth of July. Absolutely horrific story. Um, Tampa's up three to three games to nothing on the Habs. Uh, right now they're tied one to one. Dylan Strom does not fit in. I want to give a shout out to Blake Murray. We're going to talk about that. Give a shout out to JRD Pierce, Piercy, and uh, Kaprizov's when the Wild are, st- are going to start talking. Looks like this week, and Eichel and the Sabers are nearing a resolution on whether he's going to get his next surgery or if he's going to get rehab. And we're going to talk contract structures. So uh, first off. Uh, it's really horrible to hear about the, uh, the Columbus goalie. You know, F- Fogliano had nothing but good things to say about him. And uh, it's crazy how these mishaps uh, can happen. Yeah, it's it's super, super sad. Uh, he's a young kid, 24 years old, I think. and There's really mu- not much to say. It's just terrible. And I know a lot. the whole organization... They they had nothing but great things to say. He's always smiling and stuff, and it, it's super sad, man. Terrible. It's, it's crazy how these freak things can happen, you know, especially on a yeah. day like the Fourth of July. You know, you kind of forget about how dangerous some of, uh, you know, the fireworks can be. Yeah. But moving on, Tampa, man, they're up three to nothing. Can Montreal claw themselves out of this hole? I thought they'd get one game at home for sure. They're they're playing pretty good tonight. I got the game behind me, and uh, I you got Brandon Gallagher is just playing like a freak right now, man. He's he wants it. Uh, Shea Weber throwing a body around on Kucherov and uh, Point. I I think Point came out of the penalty box at one point and um, got a pass. It was kind of like a one on one with Weber. Weber just right into the boards. The crowd erupted on him. And uh, those guys are playing great, and, but uh, Tampa's very dangerous. So they, I think, uh, if the Canadians could stay disciplined and sneak an ugly goal by uh, Vasilevsky, they they got a shot. It's pretty crazy, man. They scored three goals the other day. If Carey Price could have just stated his, you know, st- uh, st- his his uh, his just unbelievable play, they would have won that game. And they need him to be that good. Yeah, he he. He hasn't been the best this series. I know the first three, like I was telling you earlier, he was probably just up there with Vasilevsky being really, really, really good. Right. But Tampa's just, you know, they're they're loaded with talent, and uh, they'll kill you on the power play, and I think they had some penalty trouble as well. Right. The Habs did. Well, we'll see. We'll see if the Habs can hold them off tonight and uh, and, and force another force a game five at least. Uh, instead of going out in a in a in a sweep, yeah. but um, you know, let's get to some Blackhawks talk. Dylan Strom kind of seems like the odd man out, and I don't mean odd man out in a uh, it's too bad to see him see him go type of a thing. An odd man yeah. out is like this guy just does not fit in anywhere in the lineup. You know, he's a he doesn't he can't play a a, a third line role. He can't play wing. He can only play center. He can't play on the on the fourth line. And he's not producing enough to play on the top two lines. No matter what kind of chemistry he had with Debrinkit, it seems like it was very limited. 
and to what one season got him a new contract and um and then and then with the with the trouble with Taves and his health that he had last year the Hawks were kind of stuck giving him another another year in his contract but uh at 3.5 I think it was a two year 3.5 million deal I don't see him fitting in on this team in in any capacity no I I, I don't either I think that he could either be traded with uh say Boldquist for you know say Jones if we're going for it or he's not protected and um what's his name Ron Francis takes him for the Kraken but even if I'm Ron Francis I'm like hey, I've seen hey, this is all this guy could do I, I don't really want him <laughs> you know yeah so I, yeah there I think you're right there's there's really no no place for him here he pretty much lucked out with Taves illness and Kirby Doc breaking his wrist at the World Juniors. Yeah, we had we had nothing. (laughs) We had no choice. (laughs) And even with that man, he couldn't he couldn't solidify himself a role on on the team. Yeah, he's just inconsistent. I think he was healthy, scratched a couple times. That's not a good sign. Yeah, (laughs) it's not. And he doesn't like it either. I remember him commenting on it, saying that uh, you know it's hard it's hard to play when you know you're you don't know if you're going to get healthy, scratched or not. You know. And well, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I remember um, when he was scratched, he did come back pretty strong. Like, he came back and he would score a goal, a big goal, and then he'd go another seven games with nothing. And yeah. then it's like you'd scratch him again. And, oh, I'm, I'm mad. And I come back and he does gets like three a three-point game, and then it's too inconsistent to... We, we, need, a, we need a guy, if we're paying him to be like a top six, he's got to produce. It can't be just Kane and Debrinkat. Yeah. Who do you think... Could uh, as far as the center's position is concerned, who do you think can fill in right now? Because I think they had him on a third line role. Strom, yeah, third. Uh, I don't honestly, I don't know, man. I think we might have to go hunt for one. Uh, free agency day. I, I like uh, well, I like Taves obviously at one. If he, you know, if he's better. And you got to go with Kirby. He's got to get the second line uh, position, and then you got uh, Camp, David Camp, and maybe um, hopefully we sign that Ryan Carpenter back. I, I I really liked him at a fourth line dude. You know, fourth line. He was. I think last year he was playing fourth line uh, wing with Camp. Well, Can actually, Camp play- was playing center for like two lines last year. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I I like those guys down the middle. And maybe we could sign a guy that's available. But I think that you put... Um, I, I like Kaner and Debrinkat together. I think that's great. I Honestly, I'd like to give um, Hinnestros a shot at another wing on the top six. Maybe Hagel and uh, Kirby Doc. If not, move them around and um, put Kubelik up with one of those guys. So you got a shooter. You know, you got like a pure shooter that's going to shoot the puck and score goals and not worry about passing like majority of our team does too much. Yeah. But as far as far like a third liner, Strom cannot do. He's not a David Bolin. I'm going to compare everybody to David Bolin because that was the best third line checker I've ever seen in a Blackhawk uniform in my era. I know Troy Murray was before us. Yeah. Yeah. but yeah, maybe we might have to hunt for one through a free agency, or maybe uh, a prospect will come up that we don't even know about. 
you know, taking taking the role and going with it. Yeah, it's really interesting. I um I'm I'm wondering where Doc is gonna fit in and, and obviously we want him on the second line. That's where we want him to be. But who are we gonna put up there with him? Yeah, that's Kane and Taves's I mean Kane and Debrinkit's um line, but you know, Taves we, should we move them up to the to the first line because Taves has had really good chemistry with with Kubalik, and they need that's a true. and they need yeah. a they need a left winger for that line. That's true, but I think I would put Kane with Taves right away. Get get uh, Taves back in the game, get him some confidence. You know, Kaner can get him the puck. He can get Kaner the puck. Just get him get him back going, and then. Maybe even fool around with Doc and Debrinkat, you know, for now. But I think the chemistry with Kane and Debrinkat is almost close to Panarin that year. You know, those guys were money together. But I guess on the power play, it's going to happen. They're going to be together a lot, and Kaner's going to find them. You know, like Patrick Sharp all those years backdoor. But uh, I think we got to get Taves going. Kirby, I, I just don't know what. Doc's gonna be like that. Is he gonna be like a a shooting center or a playmaking center? It's just we haven't seen enough of him, you know, and he's always been hurt or the season's getting canceled. And yeah. uh he's not ready. He's he's his first year. We don't know. It's his, it's a big step from juniors. Yeah, we we're gonna give him that, you know. Yeah, but now he was nineteen years old. This is his year. This is it. Like this is like, hey, okay, we wanna see a full season of Kirby Doc, what you are going to be. We need to see you're gonna shoot, you're gonna you're gonna pass. What what kind of guy are you gonna be? Like what like what kind of you're gonna be like a taser? Are you gonna be a Bergeron? You know, I mean, I know they're like the same player pretty much, but or Austin Matthews, he's a shooting center. So I mean, we we got to see it. I'm I'm gonna call it right now, and I think he's a playmaking center. I think that he's he's got really good passing ability, and um, and 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 that's what I think that that's gonna be his style. So having a a shooter on his on his line uh, would be great. It, it's just who is that shooter going to be? You know, I think it's going to be Kubalik. Yeah, I think they they got to give get that guy going too because yeah. he was he scored thirty his rookie year, right? Right. That that's big. I mean, we got it. We need a thirty goal guy. A top. We have a good top six. I think. I think we have options. Yeah. And then but the as for Strosa, I'd love Finn, Finn, yeah. Finn, Strosa and Hagel on that third line. Yeah, that'd be, then you I, get, actually, that'd be a really dangerous third line. Yeah, <laughs> tons of speed, tons of speed. You Just, get, and then you get a uh, a face-off specialist. Yeah, you know, and a guy who knows how to shut like the what's his name on Montreal, uh, Philip Deneau. Yeah, yeah, that's the type of guy you need for a third line, no doubt about it. Who cares about his goals if they're zero? Right, we want to prevent goals. You just know? need them. Just need them winning faceoffs. Actually, just yep. for the for that third and fourth line center role, I would think that if they got a third a third line center to win faceoffs, um, that takes a lot of pressure off of David Kemp. And actually, one thing that Kirby Doc needs to be working on off season is his is his faceoffs. Yep, yep. It's called uh, Yannick Perol back in. <laughs> The he, face-off specialist. You know, he, he, it could have been he was having residual problems with his wrist, uh, why he was having yeah, so much trouble been. with face-offs. But, you know, we never know. But moving on, Kaprizov and the Wild are going to, are going to start talking contract. Now, um, that's, huge for, that's huge for the Wild because – 
you don't want this guy just leaving and going to Russia, you know, but at the same time, are you, are they going to, is this guy asking for 10 million? You know? Yeah. Is he asking <laughs> for 9 million? That's a lot of money for a, a rookie who comes in, had one great season. You know, he could, you don't want to give him that money and he turns into an Alexander Semen, you know? Or a Radulov. Yeah. Or a Radulov. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I wish there was kind of like a rule in place. Like you have to take, after your rookie entry, you have the maximum deal you could take is four years. Right. And it's like the bridge deal, the bridge deal to your next lifetime deal. You know what I mean? Like, cause now we see like after their entry levels, they're going from just about a mil to like seven to eight, eight million <laughs> at eight years. And it's like, okay, hopefully you can live up to it. And sometimes they'll play two good seasons and it's like, wow, they, they try to move them. You know, right. it's like, yeah, I think the NHL has got to maybe put a rule in there. Just, get the bridge deal back in it, you know, that it's, it's like gone now. No one's doing it. Yeah. It, it actually, that would need to be probably negotiated with the NHL, with the players association A players association probably wouldn't have it. No, they're, they want the most <laughs> money they can get. Yeah. Right. I get it. I get it. But I mean, yeah, you're just hurting your team. If you got to trade guys to get rid of them. How valuable yeah. if, if you were, if you were the GM of, of the wild, how valuable is Kaprizov to you? Billy Guerin, uh, yeah, man, I, I he was awesome. I, I didn't know anything about him till this year, and he was scoring some sick goals and putting up some great numbers. And Minnesota hasn't really had a dynamic guy like that since like maybe Marion Gabrick, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think that uh, Bill, Billy Guerin's doing a good job. I think he took that took that role, and he's doing great. So I think I would. You know, give him like I said, I'd give him give the guy four or five years, maybe seven million. Prove it, dude. If you, you keep doing good, we'll pay you ten million the next time. <laughs> Just don't get greedy. Let's try to keep a team together. I mean, you got to learn. Like, look at the Oilers. They paid McDavid like a hundred million dollars a year, and it's like okay, he's, you don't he's have a, a generational talent, though. He is, but look, they don't have a guy who could stop the puck. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You could score a million goals if they're going to score a million and one on you. You're going to lose, and that's right. what happened. Mike Smith is not the answer. I'm sorry. No, he's not. <laughs> Un- unless you're yeah. playing the Blackhawks every. Uh... Actually, even so, uh, with the Hawks with beat Phoenix. last time. Yeah, yeah, Phoenix. We, we beat them. Yeah, we weren't even shouldn't even been in the playoffs that year. Yeah, and they came in as a different team during that plan. Yeah. All right, let's move on to Eichel and the Sabers. What is you know it's it's one of those things where you would think that you would you know that you would defer to the to the medical experts on what do we do here you know but he wants a he wants to have a surgery that hasn't been done on a hockey player that's still playing at least and um, he specifically has a herniated disc but you know he wants to have surgery his mom's in his ear telling him to get the surgery. And the Buffalo Sabres organization does not want him to, to get this surgery. You know, who decides here? Like, what happens and, you know, what's going to go on? I don't know. Sounds like Bobby Boucher, my, Mama says. My, my yeah. Mama says, I, I mean, it's up to him, I guess, Eichel. I mean, he's it's his neck, you know. But yeah. in, in one sense, it's like, okay, I mean, the Sabres are paying me a lot of money to be the man here and something goes wrong. And I go on, you know, like 
disability for the rest of my life. Oh, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's risky with any surgery, but uh, like you said, there's no record of any NHL player getting it. It's like a natural healing, right, type of thing. That's what they're trying to do. Yeah, I, I mean, I think if you can avoid it, I, I think I would, too. At his age, what is he? He's got to be in 24. 20, 24, yeah. I mean, he's it's still young, young. He's fit. Yeah, he's fit, and they, young guys can heal better than old guys. I mean, I could see if it was like uh, like a Seabrook, you know, like during the end of his career, like, hey, I got to get this. I got to finish my contract out, you know? So yeah, it's totally different for a young dude. But hey, man, I'm not, It's I don't know how he feels. Backing out of the driveway might hurt him. Just turning that neck. So. Yeah, you know, that's a really good point. Maybe his quality yeah. of life sucks, you know, and he's like, you yeah, know what? Miserable. This yeah. isn't... You know, this isn't what it's supposed to be. You know, I'm, I'm trying to drive my Benz around and, you know, I can't even <laughs> yeah. creep because of my neck, you know? Yeah, I got a, I got the backup camera. I'm relying on that. Yeah, just <laughs> so, watching that thing. Well, I, I mean, I think a little bit of it is he's sick of the bull crap with the yeah. Sabres. I mean, there's no doubt about it. He, I don't blame him. They're terrible. Yeah. And I think it's just another another excuse like, hey, I'm, I'm done. I'm, you guys aren't agreeing with me. Plus, we suck. I want to be somewhere else, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it, it seems like they want the world. They want like four first round draft picks for him. That's crazy. That's what they're asking. I, he's pretty good. I he's mean, he's good, man, but he's not yeah. worth four first round draft picks. No, it, no, it depends no, on, it so. also depends on what, you know, are they, you know, the last, you know, 28th, you know, four round, first round draft picks, you know? Well, you've seen a couple of those offer sheets over the years. Um, I think the last big one was Scott Stevens. Um, the Devils gave him one, and I think they had to cough up like five first round picks for the guy. Wow. I think that's how, what it, like his, with the amount of money, it's like they'll add on another pick. Like, say, I, I offered you $7 million a year. Like, say, uh, like you're an, a, rest- this is a restricted free agent. So you're under the age of 25 or 26. And I said, I want eight years. I'm going to give you eight years, $8 million a year. You're going to cough up picks. That's just how it goes with the term and stuff. But for four years for a guy who's making $10 million already, or I'm sorry, not four years, four picks, that's a lot. It is. That's a lot. I mean, it's not like you have to re- you don't have to worry about resigning the guy. I maybe give him two first rounders, maybe a prospect, but yeah, I wouldn't go more than two. I would go with two first rounders and an NHL ready player already, and yeah. and maybe a and and maybe a second round pick. I'd even go maybe one well, first round what? next year and a second rounder the next following year. So you're not crippling yourself, right? And also yeah. considering you know the uncertainty of his of his health. You know, what do you give up, you know? Yeah, I'm not going to give up four future NHL players in the first round. Usually these guys get a shot, you know? Right. And what if what, the three of them could be amazing? Four of them, all four of them, even one would be like, damn, this guy's good. And Eichel's not even playing right now. His, his, he's done. His neck's not any good. It's it's risky. It just seems in, incredibly risky to, you know, to... Yeah. to um, to put so much into such a big unknown. It's not like he's 100% healthy coming in and you know what you're getting. You know, you're kind of getting a guy with a little bit of baggage on him. I think, honestly, he's probably going to end up in Buffalo still. I think they're not going to be able to move him. Maybe they'll move him at the deadline if it's still going bad, which it looks like it's probably going to. Right. 
and then it might be a little bit easier to move them. Like they'll get rid of their insane four four first round picks. Maybe they'll get a first rounder at the deadline, if that, in a prospect. You know, right? I would wait it out. It's not worth it. Yeah, definitely. And you know, he's another one. You know, we could talk about contract um, contract terms. He, I believe he got an eight year, ten million a year deal. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he he got paid before McDavid actually. I yeah, think. I was did. like, oh man, he got that. What's Connor gonna get? Right, you know? and, and that was like, yeah. the, I think that funny that you mentioned that they were waiting to see what he was going to get because then that would that was going to dictate what Connor McDavid was going to yeah, get. Connor's like, all right, thank you, Jack. Thank you, Jack. <laughs> yeah, ten exactly. million. I'm I'm somewhere <laughs> north of that. Thank you, Jack. You signed first. So. You know, and here's the thing. It's like, how do you value guys? You know, how do you get a guy to say, hey, are you willing to take this four-year deal? We'll just take your, you know, your um, hypothetical. You have to have a four-year deal first. You know, Mm -hmm. can you do a four-year deal at 10 million, 12 million? For which player? Jack? No, for just hypothetically that you're signing somebody. In your world, you're the GM. And you have to have a bridge deal. And the player... And the player is like, okay, you want me to take four years? I'll take four years because that's, I mean, I have to, but I want 10 million a year. If it's like, we'll say Kaprizov because like his situation is like, no, I I don't think I'd go that far yet. I I want more of a prove it. I'll, I'll go, I'll go eight. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll, Mm, I don't go double digits yet. Right. Eight's fair. If you're putting up numbers like Sebastian Ajo, who's making eight ish, nine ish. Yeah. Then your 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 value. You know, I'm not going to overvalue you, and then not being able to pay my role guys, my role players, and yeah. we're going to be terrible again. It's not fair. But if you could prove these four or five years, then I'm going to give you your max deal. I mean, you will give you double digits. But right now, it's you, you don't know if you're a fluke. You know, you got to yeah. prove it. Yeah, and you know, yeah. it's it's funny with that way of thinking that might actually bring salaries down because. Uh, there's a lot of guys who've gotten paid, and then after five years, you know, they've kind of trended downwards. It's, it's every year; it's the same. You, you'll see. It, we're going to see a ridiculous contract this year. It's probably going to be Taylor Hall. He's probably going to get nine million a year for five years. He'll be really good the first couple months of the season, and then slowly just go down and down and down. And then, hey, whatever. I'm good. I'm making a lot of money, and. Next year, Taylor Hall wants out, <laughs> or we want to get yeah. rid of Taylor Hall. We can't, though. He's making too much. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the Jeff same Skinner. every year. Oh, yeah. She's $9 million a year and five goals. Looks like Montreal the Canadians just, just score. Yeah, I just saw <laughs> Good. Uh, two to one. Make it. You know the NHL's happy. Let's oh, go yeah. seven. Let's go seven. We need the commercial money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They need yeah. every freaking uh, yep. dollar they can get, man. Yep. 11-12 left in the third period. Montreal is tied at two to one. Wow. Shot from the point too. Clean goal. Uh wow. looks like number twenty seven. Oh no, a tip. I don't know who shot it yet, but I believe it. Lettinen. It looks like a clean goal. Cool. Good for them. They're fighting. Well, right cool, to the man. death. Do you got anything else that I missed for uh, for some news? No, man. There really really hasn't been much happening. Just this Stanley Cup final. Oh, I guess we do got a little Duncan Keith rumors here and there. Uh, I guess the Oilers pulled out of that today. They they don't want to be a part of it. Sounds like Bowman uh, 
wanted a little too much for him. And I think the Oilers wanted to find a team to retain some salary from Keith. But uh, I don't, I don't, wouldn't, wouldn't do that team any favors if, you know, because the Oilers are they're still going to be a threat in the season. You know, so I, I did hear Vancouver made an offer, though. I'm trying to put it together, but recent news that Nate Schmidt, remember him? No. He was he was picked up by Vegas from Washington in the expansion draft. He was pretty good with them with defensemen. He's making about $5 million a year. Uh-huh. They ended up trading him to Vancouver so they could sign Petrangelo, the Knights. So his name has been out his name has been out because he doesn't like Vancouver. He doesn't want to play there. But he's making the same he's got the same hit as Keith. So it wouldn't really make sense to us, but he's not a bad guy, bad defenseman. But I know he's had some drug like steroid uh issues. He was suspended like twenty five games one season. Wow. So yeah, I mean I, I don't know how I feel about that one. I don't know too much about him. Wow. Okay. I don't even know how to say the guy's name. Nate Schmidt. No, I'm just talking about Bustad from... uh, Oh, uh, Minnesota? Wild, yeah. He signed a one-year deal. Nick Bugstad? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was a former Panther. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a big hype down there with those guys, and he went to Pittsburgh, I think, a couple years and didn't do much. (laughs) No kidding. Yeah. Right, cool, man. That's all that I got. But... uh, Hey guys, do us a favor. Check out at, at FHN that um, we're releasing our articles now. We're going. We released our first one last week, and uh, we've gotten some positive feedback from it. And uh, so well we're written. we're going to be we're going to be releasing articles. We're going to try and release them on Thursday, maybe once every two weeks, maybe once a week. We'll see. Dependent on how how the news is, you know, if something's going on, I don't want to just you know, pen something together and, you know, it's no big deal. But, uh, but yeah, we're up and going. Check us out on there. Check us out on Twitter and uh, let us know what you think. But, hey, that's all that we got for you tonight. This is the Tomahawk and we're out. <laughs>